The following episode contains strong language, imprisonment, references to tobacco, as well as scenes of violence and body horror. Mission debrief access requested. Access granted. Previously on Redactive Rangers. Small, wiry-looking man in a very nice-looking suit look up at the three of you, and he very dryly says, Three of you have previously shown interest in Operation Redacted Rangers. Do you still show that interest? Oh, that Power Rangers bullshit? I mean, I guess. What about it? It will still reduce your total sentence. The Machinist Daughter is a character who has appeared on the show as a uh, villainous entity who locked up and beat the crap out of one Brock Balea. I'm just trying to, like, make my way through this world, but also bring justice for what happened to my father, who I greatly believe in their mission and what they were trying to do. I have, like, these very soft, passive, like, mech things on my arms or, like, you know what I mean? But when I need to, it's like it reverses and becomes like a full thing that's like way bigger than I am. The slugger has been in Big Iron for a few years and he had a run in with the cops. Uh, more specifically, he had a run over with the cops rather single handedly. He took out an entire precinct. He's got an implant that uh, is forming part of his skull and holding his brains in, uh, which has a uh, about 10,000 songs saved in it. It wouldn't be accurate, really, to call him the town sheriff, but everybody in the in the underground knows him. I'm a Pintar of Celtron Three, a classic gray alien. I was leading a vanguard, the checking out the Earth for what kind of trouble is it. So back in 1987, I was captured doing my survey of Earth. Codename Equinox, actual name Trevor Bennett. I come from a family steeped in the occult. My parents uh, died protecting me with a spell when someone was trying to kill me on my 21st birthday. I kind of took some of the aspects of their powers. I have some powers from my father that I have uh, power over the shadows. My mom, I also have the power of light around me. February 21st, 2023, Equinox, Pintar, Gracie, Slugger, the four of you find yourselves on a technologically advanced type of jet called a Skystalker, in a situation that Equinox, you would find all too familiar. The four of you have been gathered by the higher-ups at the Big Iron Prison and offered an opportunity you complete a mission, you get time reduced off your sentence. So, uh, what does this look like, the four of you? I'm very much not happy and sitting there just like, fuck everybody. And just keeping to myself, I'm not trying to make friends because I'm probably not going to see any of these people again. It's just like a one mission thing. Um, I think a similar attitude off of the slugger, although he'd be doing a mental inventory. I assume I'm in some kind of uh, restraints. Do I have all my stuff? Do I have my things? Yeah, you are uh, properly loaded out. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. 
um, then I would probably be kind of like shifting myself around trying to figure out what I've got on me and uh, wondering what I've gotten myself into. But I think my biggest concern is I want to go home. Yeah, I feel like I have a similar attitude. Wait, did I get like scan? I have my, you know. Your arm? Yeah. At this moment, all of you would be completely loaded out, ready for a mission. So any of your usual gear that you'd have, uh, Pintar, your original jumpsuit might not have survived, but you've been given this very fashionable orange space jumpsuit to kind of go with the theme. Does this feel patronizing at all to you, or are you happy to be <laughs> in something a little more familiar? You're talking about me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think I, I think I'm just generally irritated. Um, but I'm gonna um I'm looking around sort of dispassionately and really sizing people up and trying to figure out sort of what everybody's doing. I'm kinda like in the same mood of like, you know, just wanting to do what I have to do to get out of here. And I just have to ask, is anyone reacting to the fact that you're on the plane with a fucking alien? I've seen weirder. Well the alien's in the in the prison with us, right? Well yeah, but not in the general pop. Oh. Oh yeah, true. Oh yeah, I was locked away. That's right. That's right. We didn't uh, get to share some um what's it, Pruno with our alien buddy in prison. <laughs> Pruno. So after a few moments you eventually hear a voice come on the intercom. Hello there. Sorry it took so long for me to get with you. My name is Director Onyx, I am with the Majestic 12, but a lot of you should already know that by now since I'm the one who personally recruited you. Now we're gonna do a little thing called a trust exercise. You're all going to go around the jet, introduce yourselves, and say what you can do. <laughs> Make sure that you do it because this time I can actually fucking hear and interact with you. And if anyone skips out, I'm gonna be really sad. Yeah, and your happiness is my peak priority. <laughs> Wonderful, Equinox. Since you seem to have the team-building spirit within you, why don't you start us off? Screw you, old man. Uh, well, as the guy there just said, uh, yeah, my name's Equinox. Uh, got my shadow bow here and some light blades. I uh, get you close, get you far. Okay, and, uh, for the sake of the audience, would you mind giving, like, a quick description of like what equinox is physically yeah uh, equinox is about six foot uh around 175 180 uh like dark brown almost blackish hair i always said picture like robert pattinson in the new batman just like angsty emo boy love it and yeah i got a bow of condensed shadow that i shoot my shadow arrows out of and then whenever i need an up close fight i have my blades of light hence the whole equinox thing light shadow oh wonderful who we got next? Hey. Ooh. No, no, go ahead, Miss Madnug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is Gracie Madnugs. Um, <laughs> um, I'm like 5'2", and uh, I have beautiful melanated black skin and red hair and glasses, and I have a cyber arm that can shoot missiles. Wonderful. Mr. Slugger, would you care to go next? Yeah, I suppose uh, the horrible little man would swagger to the center of the room, or the cargo area, as it were, whatever, however it uh, be. The cargo area about sums it up. Stocky little five foot seven, uh, very well built, wearing head to toe some of the grimiest gear you've ever seen. It's been through the ringer. His superhero mask, as it is, is a, a red balaclava that over the eyes 
It's been smeared over and over again with grease or motor oil to make almost the appearance of a domino mask. And there's a pair of goggles sticking through. He's got the bottom half rolled up right now, so you can see a beardy face, very unkempt. As he uh, kind of holds his arms out and kind of does a little sarcastic twirl, he says, what you see is what you get. I'm a mutant from the sewers, and I am doing this because I want to go home. And I am in prison because I beat up like 30 some odd cops. Hey, Cab, it's pride, baby. Yeah, and they, t- they tell me that I, uh, I'm i going to go somewhere and retrieve a thing. Other than uh, what I've what I've briefly described, a uh, handmade rubber raincoat looks like it's made from pieces of upholstery. Uh, there is some kind of almost like uh, coveralls or overalls on underneath. They look tough, durable. Bit of handmade armor, bits of scrap here and there. Has a baseball bat slung across his back, and the forearms and shins of this person are wrapped over and over again in a black hemp rope and what appears to be bits of red electric cord. Fantastic. Last but not least, everyone give it up for the star of the show. Ha, ha, ha. I'm looking at you like, what? Humans, I'm Pintar of Celtron 3. I have been in prison for some time now, and I am looking forward to getting this over and done with so that I can go home. And that's all I'm going to say. Um, so Pintar is like wearing a, what do you say, an orange jumpsuit? Yeah, like an orange spacesuit, essentially. Yeah, they tried to mimic, like, kind of mimic the fashion that I was wearing, which is actually just a uniform, but uh, they wouldn't know. Um, so yeah, so Pintar's a, a shorter... I'm about 175. Um, contrary to popular belief, I do not have a long butt crack up my back. I am a, <laughs> uh, I'm like a gray alien that you would see, you know, in sort of, um, uh, you know, stories about aliens. I'm short. I'm curt. I'm also short, but I'm um, very uh, unamused, generally speaking. Um, and I, I think that I have a, probably over uh, uh, an overabundance of sarcasm and, uh, and I'm just generally unimpressed and looking forward to getting this over with. Wonderful. Now that we've all gotten to know each other, I'd like you all to take a look at your right wrist. And on your right wrist, you would notice that you have what essentially looks like a, uh, you know, like a digital clock type thing, a little more uh, high tech. This is the device you'll be using as a GPS and a communication device. Also, if you try to run away or otherwise go off script in a mission, this device will put millions of volts through your body, and you'll die a horrific death. Do we understand each other? I have just one comment, Director. Of course, Slugger. He presses the button on the side of his head, and the doodad powers up, and highway to hell. My ACDC begins playing. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> what is this? I'm personally more of a Dio-era Sabbath guy, but I can respect it. To each their own, Director. To each their own. Now, let's discuss the mission that you'll be going on. It was briefly alluded that you would be gathering some form of relic. That relic is a foot-tall idol to an ancient god named Tlaloc. Tlaloc was an ancient Aztec rain god. You are to go to... If I can find where the fuck I've got the name written on my sheet. (laughs) Now, your job is to go to the St. John of the Cross Cathedral, get the idol of Tlaloc, 
and throw it into the fucking sea. <laughs> Is he trying to summon him? More so trying to get him to get one of his friends back. I believe that you might be acquainted with him, Equinox. Who? Huh. You'll see. Your mission is to gather the idol, throw it into the ocean, and await further orders. Who's sitting next to me? Yeah, I'm gonna say that Equinox and Slugger are sitting next to each other right across from them are, uh, Gracie and Pintar. I, I lean towards Equinox and I whisper, this shit's government funded. The shit they'll spend money on before they give it to the people who need it. Amen. I'm always on my bullshit. I don't care what character I'm playing. Now <laughs> the itinerary for the day... We're gonna start off by going to the beach. Yippee! It's because the beach is the least sieged area within the city. From there, you will navigate your way up the highway directly attached to the beach, which will take you to the cathedral. It seems like we all have each other understood. I'll let you talk amongst yourselves. You'll be arriving at about 90 seconds. Yes, the plane is fast. And the line cuts out. The slugger is going to wonder out loud, I wonder if they'll actually throw us out of the plane. Don't fucking say it. They might do it. They might just do it. I just want to be like, don't ask me for anything after this. Can I say that? Is that rude? Yeah, of course. No, yeah, that's perfect. Don't ask me for anything after this. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to break friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The slugger makes a good point. I'm gonna be touching my my technology. How are we? How are we getting out? The, you, I'll land fine. The the rest of you may not. I am. I'm definitely going through my own pockets and uh, figuring out what I have on me. I'm finding the little bits of sharpened metal and the bolos and my knife. <laughs> it makes me wonder. Do I do? Uh, does he have his smokes on him? By any chance? You know what? You do find that you have a pack of Lucky Strikes. Very nice, very nice. The brand is Kis- uh, the brand is Kiseru, K I S E R U, uh, but it is pure uh, pure Japanese grown tobacco, and uh, they come in a fancy little package. It's blue, and it's got that it's got that picture of a wave on it. Yeah, that sounds like some shit that would be sold in the underground. So I'm gonna be looking around. Or we're we're in the like I'm presuming we're in the back of a jet kind of plane kind of yeah and uh it's at this moment that you uh you know as everyone's panicking that you're about to get yeeted out of a fucking plane that you notice that uh the plane is actually beginning to land oh okay so you know that's one last thing to worry about do we all clap it occurs to me that the slugger's probably never been on a plane before, and so he wouldn't know not to smoke, so he's probably going to be lighting up. <laughs> going from the sewers to the plane. He's coming on up. Are you really lighting up? Yeah. I'm using my telekinesis to grab the <laughs> cigarettes and the cigarette and and crush them no! with my mind. It's my nicotine, man. <laughs> I'm really doing that. That damn gray thing <laughs> stole my nicotine. So as uh, the cigarettes were crushed and... The slugger looks sad. The plane finally lands, and you see, like, a big old Bador-type thing open up. little ramp goes out, uh, digs into the sand. You guys see that this beach is fucking empty. And being a Florida beach, you know, that's a little weird. I didn't even mention where the fuck you're going. <laughs> you guys are currently in Sunset Beach, Florida. A Florida? Take me back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard I've heard stories about this place. It's, it's <laughs> you guys are in Sunset Beach, Florida, which is uh just imagine everything important in Florida smashed into one fucking town. It's a big old tourist orgy. 
Yeah, it's like M- Miami Lando Palauderdaleville. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. And so, uh, and you're saying the beach is empty? Oh, yeah, dead empty. And what time of day is it? Um, it's probably, I'd say, like, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And then can I, uh, I can do a little mind reading. Um, can I sense anybody around? Are there, I mean, aside from these two and a half minds that we've got going? Roll me a insight check. Insight check feels right for that. 18. So with an 18, um, you notice three things. You're able to pick up on the people around you. Mm-hmm. You're able to pick up on a whole lot of fear. Perhaps most concerningly is that you're definitely able to detect someone on top of the plane. I think we've got a guess. I think someone flew here with us, hiding on the top of them. I'm looking, do I see anybody? Urgh, and the surprise is ruined. And you all look up and you see this crazy-eyed, wild-haired figure, incredibly disturbingly thin, with this toga and a whacked-out smile, who, Equinox, you would immediately recognize as Dionysus, the Greek god of wine, festival, and madness. This chucklefuck again. Oh! Mm, it seems as if we have a return visitor to one of my affairs. Fantastic. Who is this? We don't have time for whatever this is. Oh, my, you're not from here, are you? I am not. Mm, it would seem as if my reputation gets people from all over the galaxy to my affairs. <laughs> Who is this? What is this? Right, then, let me go ahead and introduce myself. My name's Dionysus, and this is the greatest fucking party you'll ever go to. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a challenge. This sounds awesome. I want a margarita. Is this human broken? What is happening here? And you see that uh, he's holding like this golden goblet points at you, Gracie. Fantastic idea. And you see that, like, the goblet is suddenly flowing over with margarita. It is Mardi Gras, after all. Dionysus looks down at the four of you and says, Oh, where are my manners? This is a party. You'll expect activities, don't ya? Alright, let's pin the tail on the Greek god. I was thinking more. Pin the shell on the dragon turtle. And a gigantic portal opens up behind him. As much as I'd hate to be a off-color host, I'm afraid that I have to go and peruse about the party, speak with some of the other guests. The beach is empty, dude. And he kind of looks over at the skyline of the city. I can think of a few. Right then. Enjoy yourselves. And he lets himself fall backward through the portal as two gigantic fucking turtles with spiked shells the dragon scales replacing their skin, and these long spiked tails come billowing out of this portal. And they lock eyes with y'all, and that's initiative. Uh, Equinox, what did you get? Uh, big ol' 17, baby. Alright, uh, Slugger? Nine. Gracie? Um, I got a 13. And Pintar? I rolled an 18 with, uh, six modifier. Alright, first up in the initiative, we have 
Pintar of Celtron 3. So Pintar, before you are these two gigantic, like, ten-foot dragon turtles. Do you know what a turtle or a dragon are, first of all? I do, yeah. So I've also got um, photo memory. <laughs> I was going to say photogenic memory, but yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm certain, I, we've done a lot of, we would have studied earth and you know so i can at least i don't know maybe where it's coming from or what this particular thing is but a mix of a turtle and a dragon is a pretty a pretty easy recall i think i mean for you maybe i i've born and lived here and i've never seen a fucking dragon turtle these turts are coming out of the portal towards us like they're kind of scooching along the ground like a yes sir gotcha okay well so i'm gonna pull out my blaster rifle so i'm going to uh shoot at what are they they just have normal turtle eyes i mean they're big but right yeah yeah they're not like okay i'm gonna shoot them in the eyeball one of them at least left or right i'm gonna go right all right go ahead and roll that shit okay i rolled a 15 and a 25 that definitely hits what is the dc on that dc 25 hmm i hope i don't roll like that the whole night Tell me what it looks like. For looking all scaly and dry, turtley, um, they're surprisingly juicy. And um, my pistol or my blaster rifle uh, shoots through the top of the head and it kind of splits it like that, cauterizes it, and yeah. Like a nanner. Almost all of it. <laughs> like a nanner, yeah. Turtle soup, anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you managed to actually blast this thing's fucking eye right out and it lets nice. out this horrific deep screech. Uh... A sound that kind of sounds, um, everyone in the world has seen Titanic. Y'all know what it sounds like when a ship is sinking, right? That low metallic groan. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure, that like kind of uh, beam sort of rending kind of... Metallic whale song. Alright, Pintar, uh, do you want to move or anything? Uh, I think, uh, am I, I'm far enough away, right? I mean, how close is the other, um... Uh... Say that there's probably about, oh, 50, 60 feet between you. The jet is still, um, like, right next to you guys, so that's an option for cover if you want it. Um, I think I'm going to just step back just a bit and, and just say, go for the eyes. Uh, with that, it is going to go to Equinox. I will use my shadow bow to shoot at its feet, so it's, uh, I'll like, at one of its legs so it stops, uh, like, advancing towards us. Okay, um, do you want to go for the one that Pintar already hit, or do you want to go for the one that hasn't been damaged yet? The one that hasn't been damaged yet. Wait, is the other one dead, or is it missing an eye? One of them is missing an eye, the other one is currently, uh, finding Skippy, but Dan's about to attack it, so let's see. Alrighty. 22 to hit. Yeah, that hit. Uh, what is the DC on that? 25. Tell me what it looks like. Was, was it a good success? Didn't know if I could, like, use my arrow and, like, drive a stake through the ground through its foot. Like, the arrow is a stake. Yeah, you hit the fuck out of them. Hell yeah. I was always under the impression that your arrows just sort of dissipated after they hit their target. I'm assuming that's not the case then? Like, if, if, they, if they do, then, you like, you bleed out. Because, like, arrows are, like, meant to stay in. I'm aware. Yeah. And that just got infinitely more gruesome, but, uh, I don't know, but at least uh, for the flavor, I felt like, like a stake through the foot into the ground to try to halt some movement would be... Either or, that wasn't exactly going to, uh, gonna work, on account of it's really hard to stick something in sand. Forgot about that part. <laughs> but you do manage to put an arrow right through this thing's foot, it lets out another, uh... 
horrific sinking ship like whale and you do notice that it's moving not quite with the same pep in his step as uh, he did before. Is there anything else you want to do with this turn? I will maneuver myself slightly behind the alien. From there, it is going to go to the one-eyed, two-horned, swimming turtle people eater, which is going to um, open its gigantic maw, and this wave of boiling hot steam is going to emit from its throat directly toward you, Pintar. That's why I got behind the alien. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's a little more uh, rough and tumble than I am. Ooh, can I use a PowerPoint and throw up my shield in front of the both of us? No, because I rolled a nat one. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, so this thing emits this gigantic wave of steam. Unfortunately, you've just completely eliminated the uh, possibility of depth perception. So it doesn't hit you. Continues to kind of scuttle toward you. From there, it is going to go to Miss Madnug. What up? Just kidding. (laughs) 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 What up? Uh, How you doing? I talk like this all the time. (laughs) I I feel like I'm highly frustrated. That's fair. I just wanted to say as a quick reminder, uh, Gracie, you are currently not fully armored. Oh, I thought we said everybody had their full kits on the plane. I mean, like, you have your abilities back. They would have been deactivated while you were in prison, so that way you can't just rocket a guard. But you've essentially been, like, turned back on in lack of a better way of putting it. Your safety got turned off. Your safety oh, got turned off. There so we I go. gotta... Okay. Like, hypothetically, if I'm uh, remembering properly, you can still use, like, your rockets and shit, but to have the full armor on, you would need to uh, take a standard action to oh, okay. activate that. I did misspeak. It's a move action to armor up, so you could armor up and still attack, no problem. Oh, okay. All right, all right. How many tortoises are left in... Uh, there's still the two. One of them has a fucked up eye, the other one has a fucked up foot. I I have this attack that's called, like, cyber missiles. Would I be able to do, like, a, like, an, like a pew, 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 pew? Oh, yeah, that's, a uh, burst area damage, so because of the burst damage, you would be able to hit both of them at the same time. Okay, I would like to do that. Go ahead and roll that. Ah, uh, 14. So that's, a uh, 24 altogether, which hits the fuck out of them. Oh, hey! <laughs> It's big, it's bulky, but it does a lot of damage. But lucky for you, I can only roll for shit when I'm playing Laserhawk. And then, can I move? You would be able to move after that, but uh, first I am going to need the DC on that attack. 25. Okay. Yeah, you smack them both. Tell me what it looks like. They just, like, start spiraling into the sky, like, cartoonishly. And, like, their fluids just drop out from underneath them onto the beach and it's like just everywhere at my feet and then the shells fall down and they flip and I like look back and I just wink <laughs> <laughs> nice oh, they're dead right I mean they're dead yeah they're dead they're dead they're dead right <laughs> no they're not oh not <laughs> quite so I thought when you said explain what happens when you talk to me I thought oh I killed it but yeah, yeah Sam that's why everyone's like oh. and then it's head blew off and then I like 
But yeah, if it- no, I'm I'm sorry, I should have clarified. No, you damage it. You hit him hard, but they're still kicking. Okay, all right. I just thought the fluids would fall. Maybe they just pee a little. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely imagine that, like, uh, these things are bleeding pretty significantly after that. So don't worry, the beach is still covered in fluids. That's how I like my beach. <laughs> that does sound like a beach party in Florida, honestly. Gracie, is there anything else you want to do? You can still move? I want to, like, move back a little bit um, behind an alien, if I can. <laughs> I'm just having a line behind <laughs> But can you tell me that I got on bloody shoes? Like, do I got, like, turtle blood on my shoes? Dude, you got slimed like you were at the fucking Kids' Choice Awards. Okay, all right. From there, we go to Slugger. Slugs, there are two fucked up turtles in front of you. I'm going to skip what I originally thought of, which was um, using insight for assessment. Um, I think instead I'm going to use my movement to get around the side of the nearest turtle. Would that be the one with one eye or the one with two? Um, They're both about the same distance away, but I will say that the one with one eye looks a little more fucked up. Okay, um, I go towards the uh, weaker of the two opponents, and I am going to run on the assumption that, you know, most things when you break their leg, they tend to function a little bit less. Big full force swing with uh, La Senora with the baseball bat. Is he supposed to be like a Casey Jones character? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see, that is a 13 plus 12 uh, for a 25 to hit. Jesus, you smacked the fuck out of him. What's the DC on that? 23. All right. Dice jail. (laughs) (laughs) I had heard of the... It's all right. We got a whole bag of them. How do you kill it? Oh, how do I kill it? Like a lumberjack felling a sapling. I just step into it. Both hands, let one hand slide down the bat. And if we redo this uh, 300 style, just kind of slows down sand spraying in the air and then that bat hits that leg i assume i hear a loud wet snapping noise you would assume correctly like cracking a crab leg yeah <laughs> that's what i'm talking about it's cra- it's lobster fest mfers <laughs> <laughs> and uh i can't remember if you have uh moved by action or not that would be in your advantages section I don't think I could ever play a character that doesn't have move by action. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd be f- I'd be floored if you did Yeah, move but... by action. Move both before and after your standard action so I can move again, yeah? I would like to position myself at the back right leg of the other turtle. And it's actually going to um, go to the other turtle who doesn't notice uh, Slugger move over. And since everyone else is hiding behind the fucking alien... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're attacking the fucking alien again? Um, Pintar, is your dodge... It's ten. If I dodge out of the way, are they all behind me? Do they all get juiced up in some way? I'm just curious. (laughs) As hysterical as that would be, I'm gonna say that after getting fucked by a rocket, this thing's aim isn't exactly where it ought to be, and it just shoots wide. Erotic. From the, I swear, one of these days I'm going to make something for a campaign that's actually going to be threatening. I promise everyone. But until then, Pintar. Uh, how big or how heavy are these turtles? Like 300 pounds, 200 pounds, 100 pounds? Oh, I'd say that these things are 
easily like seven, eight hundred. Ooh, that's a big turd. Big boys. That's a big bitch. Probably going to be a bit too much for your uh, telekinesis, which is why I'm- you, you you read my mind. Ah. I'm going to use my uh, rifle again since I'm have it out, and I rolled a sixteen. My DC was twenty five. How do you kill it? I'm going to, sh- yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to line it up. I'm going to shoot with my rifle and, uh, and then I'm going to turn back at those people and wink. With the beach now covered in turtle ghoul. Soup. That is going to take us out of initiative. We're going to roll a dice to figure this one out. Cool. Gracie, can you make me an insight check? 13 plus 8, which is big math. So yeah, with a 21, uh, while everyone else is kind of catching their breath, you feel like a slight electrical discharge coming from your wrist, and you look at the um, communicator murder you if you fuck up a fire, and uh, you actually see that, like, you know, it's got, like, this little window with, like, a GPS that you can look at. You can actually see that uh, the one on yours is kind of gone haywire. It looks like some sand has gotten into it. It's not working. So can I tell everyone that I'm having it? Should I? Do I want to? I don't want to seem like a vulnerability, you know what I mean? I don't want to seem like a weak link. And at this point, all of you actually start to hear, like crackling coming out of your communication murder devices hey i have an issue like the sand this florida weather this swamp sand ain't working for my communicator it's daytime right yes sir the slugger is probably like even with the goggle shade in his eyes it is too damn bright here (laughs) i mean you're used to a sewer so yeah. (laughs) yeah so are you saying that we're hearing a crackle from our own I'm saying that everyone's is kind of fucked up. Uh, yeah, I think we're all. I think we're all having an issue with this human technology. Can I? Can I try to pull it off? Uh, I would not advise trying to pull it off, but you certainly can try. If it's if it's on there, well, I mean, like it's not like sparking or anything. I won't. I'm trying to figure out like, is it broken? Is it you know, or is it just? Am I? You're saying I hear noises, but it's not like sparking or anything, right? Uh, yes. Could you roll me a technology check? Yes, I can. I'm one of those aliens with a lot of tech. I think. Yes, I am. Uh, I rolled a 12 and I have uh, plus 13. So you, with your long spindly technology fingers, managed to flick about the thing a bit. You managed to clear enough of the sand out of it for uh, everything to come back suddenly clear and you hear, From the love of God, would you fucking respond? Something was wrong with the wristicles. We weren't able to... We weren't connected. But now... Fortunately, we are. Fantastic. Well, good timing for you. Don't go on the fucking highway. Turns out that the highway has been overrun with all sorts of wacky shit, including, but not limited to, minotaurs, centaurs, goblins, and, like, three dragons. I would not advise that. And, like, three... Pintar, since you're the only one with a functioning wristicle, the GPS coordinates are being sent to you. Follow them, or don't die. No hair off of my head. So the airplane is still there? Uh, it's actually at this point that the Sky Stalker begins to slowly lift up before 
fucking off elsewhere. Gotcha, gotcha. So we've got, like, the corpse of the turrets, and we're looking. And I, I just want to kind of size up, like, what's the terrain? Um, are we looking at, like, small road to a highway to, uh, or is it more like... So, essentially, uh, you guys are currently on the beach, and right along the beach is, like, this long stretch of uh, highway. Um, the original plan was to just sort of follow that right up, but... No longer the case. Uh, yeah, there's probably, like, a three-lane highway in between, like, the beach and, like, the city proper. Is there any cover between the highway and the beach, like some palm trees or whatever scrubby sort of... There's not even a fucking umbrella on this beach, buddy. You're in the open. Gotcha. So, so we have a clear sight from the freeway to us. Exactly. Essentially, your cover just flew away. I feel naked. It's at this moment, Pintar, that, um... You know, a transmission goes through and you see that the GPS coordinates have been updated. It is taking you through something you've never heard of called an abandoned zoo. <laughs> Florida is God's abandoned zoo. Great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them out to everybody. I've got, I've got the coordinates. Abandoned zoo. Oh, goody. I've always wanted to go to a zoo. And I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know what a zoo is. Uh, no, the GPS coordinates are... You know, you've got to turn left on Sashawal Street. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so uh, so is the GPS, like, showing us, like, walk this way, or is it, like... It is essentially a car GPS on your wrist. Gotcha, gotcha. I just I wanted to be sure that it wasn't, like, saying, go across the freeway, <laughs> or, you know, but it probably wouldn't, right? Because it's coming from the base. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, well, so I'm going to look back at everybody who, I guess, is still behind me, <laughs> and I'm going to... We go this way. And I'm going to just start marching in the direction the GPS has t uh, told me to go. Wonderful. Uh, I'm assuming that everyone sort of follows along. I uh, look, I'm just I'm here to do the thing and go home. I uh, wherever the 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 smart gray one says we're going. Um, I don't quite understand what he is. Uh, I've not read many books on UFOs and such, but seems like a reliable sort. So. Are you a little pissed off at me that I broke your cigarettes magically? I You confuse and astound me, so I'm just kind of following to see what you do next. Confuse and I'm astound. I'm used to that. I'm, I'm going to follow along, too. I want to be like, well, I want to survive as well. After walking up this uh, boardwalk highway for a while, you begin to see some of the destruction that Onyx had warned you of, that your GPS had warned you of, there are big old billowing plumes of smoke coming from the skyline off in the distance. You can hear the shrieking and wailing of terrified civilians and monsters and demons and all sorts of hellish stuff, but it's okay because you're not going up the highway to the spooky death zone. You find yourselves at an abandoned zoo. Hey out there, RC here. Hope you're enjoying the second chapter of Redacted Rangers. Special thanks this time to our friends Jordan, Quinn, and Troy for joining in. Redacted Rangers are going quicker than a mission with bad intel. That means Chapter 72, The Great Enveloping Cosmic Dark Part 2, is just around the corner. That's our season premiere for Season 3 for those who may be just joining us for the first time, possibly. 
going to elaborate on a few things I mentioned in the last episode. The first of our Halloween series for this year will be on Wednesday, October 4th. Halloween 2 Homecoming will be streaming on Quinn's Twitch channel. If you're not already following them, be sure to go to Control Alt Quinn on Twitch and follow them. And a reminder of our five-year anniversary. While the anniversary proper is on October 8th, we will be streaming in celebration on Monday, October 9th. That's going to go on our channels, at MayhemCast, pretty much anywhere that streams video. Links will be in the show notes. Just a reminder that you can support the show by donating to our Ko-fi account. That's ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. Help us with making the show more sustainable so we can expand in fun new ways like more streaming. But for now, let's get back to the game. This is big concrete, what used to be what you were sure was this opulent welcome center that is just decayed that you enter uh, the zoo and you can see that like the nature from the exhibits has begun to overtake everything so it's just decaying concrete structures and overgrowth as far as the eye can see what are we doing Sounds like it's given off some real uh, Jurassic Park 2 vibes. Um, Hella. Mm-hmm. Do we have our... Are we dealing with the the shorting out of the GPS wrist thingies still? Pintar, yours is uh, doing okay. Your little GPS minor device. However, uh, Gracie, yours is still pretty fucked up. The slugger would like to make an insight check, please. Scan the surrounding area and see what uh see what I can spot with my peepers. Uh, if you're just doing a preliminary glance around it, I'll say that that's probably going to be a perception check instead of an insight. Oh, perception. Pardon me. Pardon me. Is anyone else uh doing anything here? Concurrently, I'm gonna Pintar's just gonna sort of sense for brains. You all have roll an insight check on that, and then uh Equinox, Gracie, what are y'all up to? It's the mid-afternoon, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll say it's like, uh, I don't know, like 2, 3 o'clock. It looks like I've got a uh, 16 plus 5 on that perception check. Okay, um, we will circle to that in a moment, and you roll as well, Troy. Um, I rolled a 19 and uh, plus 8. Jesus, fuck, okay. <laughs> Gracie, is there anything that you wanted to do? Yeah, I actually have a question. Before I started to check my watch because I heard noises coming from it, is that still a part of the story, or...? Yeah, from the beach, you would have got, like, little blips. I'm not gonna do anything right now. Alright. I thought about it. Even though it is, uh, like, 2 or 3 o'clock, buildings do cast shadows, so I I want to use my shadow meld and kind of go from, like, shadow to shadow and, like, stick from a distance so, like, if anything would come out, I would be able to get it, like, while not being in the group of people being attacked i feel like that's a good opportunity for a stealth roll so i will have you roll that and then we will resolve all these actions 21 equinox you're able to you know shadow meld no problem you're in a you know strategically hidden but can still ever actually that's not how i i do into the shadows i do into the shadows like how that gif of homer going into the bush All right, then you dough your way into the shadows. Um, yes, I dough my way into <laughs> the shadows. <laughs> Pintar, you are immediately able to detect uh, five other intelligent life forms uh, in there with you uh, based on the read that you've gotten um, from the people who are you are with. You're able to easily detect them as human. And um, 
Something seems oddly familiar about them, uh, as if you've encountered them rather recently. Slugger. Yes. You kind of peer across this zoo, and from a distance, you are able to spot these five other life forms. You first identify them as other people who were on the hangar with you, um, you know, people who also went on missions as if the bright, colorful suits didn't give it away. Another one of the teams. But it's the large dragon skull chest protector on one of them that gives them dead away. You're from Highwind, and you would recognize the Midnight Gang. You would know that, uh, yeah, these guys, uh, came into Highwind and caused a shit ton of destruction, killed several people, uh, including a couple cops. Uh, not great guys. I saw those assholes on the news. A real quick question for you, uh, Pope, on the... So, I'm able to actually read minds. Am I getting any malevolence or, or sort of... I mean, I, I did roll like a 20... 20 lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, felt like a lot. The slugger ha- Has the slugger personally met the Midnight Gang, or is he just aware of them? You are just aware of them. Pintar, you're able to sense that they're not fucking happy to be there, but you don't get the vibe that if you go near them, they're going to attack or anything. Okay, and I don't hear them thinking about things that they're doing or planning or... Reading their brain scans, you're able to figure out pretty quickly that they're discussing uh, their mission. Gotcha, gotcha. By the uh, sounds of it, it seems like they too are uh, recovering some type of holy artifact. Are we all standing together except for Shadow, uh, buddy? Yeah. I'm gonna relay what I know, you know, and, and compare notes and just sort of share real quickly that there are. And and um, when Slugger saw, you saw them? Are you kind of up ahead or, or? I used just kind of a general scan of the area, um, kind of getting up to a vantage point, maybe standing on a bench or something. Um, but I just kind of kind of surveyed the land to see what might be out there. What I'm imagining here is that uh, Equinox did his Homer Simpson impression. Gracie is probably, like, just taken away by, like, the decay of the place, like, more, like, looking at the general aesthetic of it. Slugger hops on, like, a fucking trash can or something and looks around, but, uh, Pintar, you sort of, like, close your eyes, go into, like, a weird zen mind zone. Yeah, that's why, yeah, and I just want to be able to communicate to folks what I can do with my mind. Yeah, so I just want to be sure that we're all aware and broadcast, and and then uh, I don't know, Slugger. W- would we have talked about this as well? I mean, were you are you sharing that information, or are you kind of keeping it? I, I think I would share the information. Be like, hey, those other guys were in the hangar. I recognize them from uh, the news back when uh, back was I, when I was on the outside. They're bad news. They killed some hero topside. Actually, both of you have ties to Highwind. So, uh, Gracie Equinox, could y'all make me some? Uh... Let's make them insight checks. And also, you're talking about like, oh, they're bad guys. They killed cops. I'm like, didn't you? I didn't kill any cops. I beat oh. them up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> you can't even finish what you started. God. We'll talk. Well, that's a one. <laughs> I rolled a one, which became a five. So I am not an insightful man. Equinox, you figure out where the zebra exhibit used to be, and you're very sad there aren't zebras anymore, because just like them, you are white and black. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I rolled a 16. 
and my insight is plus eight. This would especially make sense since uh, your character's backstory is that you tried to murder Laserhawk. Yeah, you immediately recognize these folks as uh, motherfuckers who have fought Laserhawk before. You know the Midnight Gang. They're bad boo-boos. My jimmies are rustled. <laughs> are your jimmies so, rustled? Pintar, these are the only life forms that you detect within this uh, abandoned zoo, which RC uh, was kind enough to throw in my DM space, uh, is called the Titus Bay Zoo. Oh. I keep forgetting I gave it a fucking name. What are we doing from here? Looking for the zebras. I think I'm going to keep my distance and see what the rest of the team wants to do, because I don't know if I necessarily want to talk to uh, some folks with that kind of reputation. If they were down in the underground when I was still on my turf, I probably would have fought them, so I think I'm going to be a little apprehensive. I'm going to be inclined to do what, because Gracie had the the uh, reaction that was most sort of like visceral, and I know, you know, these are, these are bad people, I'm gonna, I would listen to kind of her thought what I want to do is rush them. I kind of want to, like, step. Like, I kind of want to approach them if I can. Do you want to, like, uh, uh, trick them or talk to them or check them out, or do you want to punch them in the face? Mm, I don't want to start violence. Violence isn't the way. Says the person with a rocket arm. It's a way. But I'm trying to be better. So can I just shoot a rocket and just see what happens, like, from one of my arms? Like, shoot a missile? I would like to lower Gracie's arm. Just a little bit. Okay. Like, let's let's talk first. They're in the same boat as us. We may have allies. I'm willing to take the chance. Okay. We all want to get away from them, so maybe we reason with them and see if they'll we can partner up together and then uh, turn the tables on what's his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would I would be willing to approach them. I think I just I'm going to be very cautious. Well, they have they have se- they they've seen us too, right? They I mean I no. They saw you back at the hangar, but they don't know that you guys are in the zoo currently. Yeah, I'm just wondering how if intimidation would be a good... I mean, my intimidation is plus 12 because of my unsightly face and arms and butt. And butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, so shall we? Three of you are going to be approaching the Midnight Gang. Equinox, what are you up to before we see how that goes? I am still, like, concealing the shit out of myself in the shadows, but I also want to ready... Uh, for the record, you have no idea about the Midnight Gang, because you decided to pull a Brock Belay and go have an adventure on your own. <laughs> yeah, I did. But I- also, there's some motherfuckers that are, like, in an abandoned zoo. They can't be kosher. You're in an abandoned zoo, motherfucker. I ain't kosher! That's the whole <laughs> plot of the game, bud! Um, hey, r- real quick, though, I-, I think that I would have- I mean, you're not farther away- from us than they are, right? No, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, like, a fucking, like, hop- I would, like, I'm not far, also not, like, a hop, skip, and a jump away. Would communicate via telepathy to say, hey, you know, there's something bad up here, or, you know, these people are, are known, um, you know, recalcitrants or whatever. Okay. So, so I shouldn't ready an attack. They can't see me. My whole thing is, like, I am, I am one with the shadow. I think you should hide and wait to see how they react to us, and then... Yeah, yeah, that's why I wanted to ready the attack, and then that way if something happens, I can be like, bam, bam! Yeah, yeah. Do you have any, like, shadow attacks? Like, you can just, like... But, uh, you know, I have, like, my bow, like, it's, like, the arrows are shadow, and then I also have shatter tendrils that I can, um, grasp them with. Mm. Question for you, DM. Is there a, uh, handy nearby low roof that I can jump up onto? Kind of get the high ground and observe things a little bit. Make me a perception check for that. Let us see. Climb the monkey cage, peaches. That would be, uh, you said a perception check? That would be a 17 plus 5. 
yeah, you're able to spot something that'll get you like a good 30 feet up. Looks like it used to be like some kind of lion perch. Ha ha, boing! And then Gracie and I will just face off like we're just ha- walking, we're walking towards them. Wait, wait, can I like try and make friends with them since we have similar... So here's what I'm thinking. I'm just going to, in character, I'm just going to be like, uh, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, if we approach them, we try your way, I, then we try to intimidate them, and then we fight them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm ready with my arrow of shadow. I, I feel that way too, Pintar. Little alien person, man, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Those were a lot of adjectives you used there. Yes. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, let's do it. Okay, so, uh, Slugger, you are on top of a big old pile of fucking rocks. Uh, Equinox, you're off in a shadowy tree somewhere with your arrows knocked, cocked, and loaded. Um, and Pintar and Gracie, y'all are approaching the Midnight Gang. I'll say that you have the opportunity to, uh, make first contact, as it were. The alien's gonna make first contact? If Gracie's trying to charm them, um, can I, I mean, I've got... Uh, plus 12 deception. Is there a way that I can use that to bolster her case of like, we're friends, we're your pals? Yeah, how do I make myself more charismatic? Well, I was going to say, uh, however y'all did your introductions, I was going to have you roll the persuasion check immediately afterward. Right. But if you want to roll the persuasion check first and base whatever the hell you're about to say on how good that is, I won't stop you. Okay, cool. I'll roll first. What is this, 6 plus 8? 14, that's not terrible. And then to make my case real quick, so I have a zero persuasion, but I do have a lot of, um, <laughs> I have uh, deception and I have um, uh, intimidation. And so I'm thinking what I want to do is use my deception to really make it, you know, to, to bolster Gracie's uh, charm. So not, so not perception, but deception and intimidation. For this whole time, I thought you were like, E.T., but you're actually a fucking xenomorph alien? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know how I want to go about this, but real quick, Jordan, what you got? From my perch up above, um, I'm, I'm just kind of realized some things about my stats that I hadn't noticed before. Um, I would like to join, try and join in on, like, a joint intimidation thing, if possible, and kind of, uh, I'd like to play some music from my head. Would that be, would that be acceptable at this point of our already? So, I think that what will, the intimidation comes next after, if this fails. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's perfect. If this fails. The way that I'm going to justify you rolling a deception for this is that you hate humanity oh, yes. so fucking much that acting like you like any of these flesh-colored meat sacks is genuinely, like, you you have to try and be deceiving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with that said, uh, grip and rip it. I rolled an 11, so that's 23. Gracie, how do you greet them? I look back at Pintar and I'm like, I got this. And then I'm like, hello, friends. We have common interest and we're working on the thing like you are. (laughs) 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 That was really cringy. That's what I say. It was perfect. It was great. No, no, that sounds like a 14 roll introduction. That was perfect. (laughs) Pintar, do you say anything or are you just looking really friendly behind her? I'm just going to say, you know, uh, she's she's right. We've got the common interests and uh, we all have a goal at the end of this and us working together gets us there faster than it wouldn't. So why not work together? The five of them kind of like turn around, look at you, 
They're quiet for a moment, and the one that looks like a robotic smoke ninja thing, who, uh, those of you who recognize the Midnight Gang would recognize his Vapor Kappa, points at you, Pintar, and goes, Who's that? A fucking alien! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And, uh, one of them who is very flamboyant-looking, you know, a uh, feathered jumpsuit kind of looks over. Hmm. Never seen one of those before. Interesting. Oh, I love the shade on him. I'm gonna look at Gracie and <laughs> and just don't touch him. That's my persuasion voice. Midnight Hydra, the one with the breastplate on him, kind of looks over at you, uh, Gracie, and says, "We're like 300 yards away. How the hell are we supposed to touch you?" <laughs> Wait a minute. And he points at you, Gracie. And you see, he's got a mild-wide smile. The machinist daughter. I'm gonna turn to Gracie and say, Gracie, they know you? Know you? Are you kidding me? You're the closest anyone's come to killing Brock. You're like a hero to us. I'm a hero? <laughs> Acceptable. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm a hero. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and uh, one of them, who's just this big, buff, crystal woman, uh, just grins at you. So, you got hired in for this shit too, huh? Are we getting any details on our on our wristicles? Mine's just still broken. At this point, Pintar, yours uh, kind of lights up. Ah, yes. Good. Social hour at the watering hole. Lovely. Anyways, I do believe that everyone here has a mission to do, so what the fuck are you doing? What you can't. Oh, no, I'm in the shadows. I can't say that. You probably come out, right? I mean, isn't it time to come out of the shadows? <laughs> yeah, for a while now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I guess if we're not scrapping, then I'll come out of the shadows. I think uh, I will descend from the lion's perch and uh, see uh, see if I can make some introductions. From the shadows emerges Equinox at the same point that Slugger kind of like jumps down and hits a superhero landing. The short, stout, gross-looking one known as Acid Armadillo for Jesus fucking scared me. To the wristicle, I'm going to say, um, we made great time, we are being efficient, and what's next? Well, next, I believe that a lot of you are going to be looking for the monorail tunnel. That way, you guys could get to where your artifact is. You guys could get to where your artifact is. Maybe we could end the evening without Sunset City being blown off the fucking map. Anyways, now that you guys are in... Oh, you're gonna walk... Tiger. Ooh, remix. Tiger. And then answer... And it just continues to be staticky for a while. All right, we need to find the monorail. Monorail? Tunnel? Monorail. 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 Secret monorail. tunnel. <laughs> So it'd be an up in the air? Uh, you are looking for an underground monorail tunnel. Some people might call a subway. I'd tell those people to go fuck themselves. I would too. They should do it immediately. My brain, I honestly didn't supply subway, but my brain went, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't give me subway immediately. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So so we're looking for any signs of a, a tracks or trail, a... a Tunnel that would hold a, a monorail that's not a subway, but it's a monorail. So we're looking for a T. We're looking for a T. Well, T's don't go underground. That's what I'm saying, Gracie. I'm like, I'm like a monorail in a tunnel is either up 
and it's man-made or it's or not a I, is I thought a monorail just stood up a, a, above ground. It just means it's one rail. It's one rail. That's it. That's it. That's the qualifier. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> monorail. I think that they'd be called a subway. Oh, okay, okay. It's squares and rectangles. Some subways can be monorails. The slugger would like to uh, try and use uh, expertise streetwise and expertise underground to see if that gets us anywhere. Whichever one is higher for you, roll that shit. I love that. They are equal, in fact, on all fronts. Yeah, go ahead and roll knowledge underground. That is an 8 plus 10. We'll say, um, you know, a lot of you kind of decide, like, you're going to the same place, might as well look together. And Slugger, you being from the underground, you are very familiar with having to find secret entrances to places to go to a secret underground location. I'm, like, tasting broken bits of concrete. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Tastes like poverty. We're getting close. <laughs> After a while, uh, you're all walking along, and eventually, Slugger, you see that, uh, within the mountainous facade that is within what used to be a lion exhibit, or a tiger exhibit, I'm sorry, you see that there is, like, just... A part of this facade that to you sticks out like a sore thumb as a false wall. I've broken a few thumbs in my time. I know what that looks like. <laughs> Can I, uh, just gonna go at it with the bat? <laughs> La Senora Chop. So you go right up to it. I assume everyone else is kind of looking at you sort of funny. You give it a good smack with La Senora and it makes a big metallic clang. Ah, <laughs> yeah, which one of y'all is super strength? Definitely not me. Gracie, ain't you strong as fuck because of the robot arms? I'm strong. I could, like, shoot it with my arm. Yeah, blow this up for me real quick, homie. Uh, I'm gonna say that Crystal Tiger kind of looks over at you, Gracie, and says, How about you show me what those big fucking arms yours can do? Mmm, gladly. Is that how lesbians flirt? I'm gonna, like, point right at it and... Go boom, slash and roll, right? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll an attack check on that. Uh, that's gonna be your rocket attack? I got an 18. Okay. Plus, yeah, plus 14. Nice. Nice, really nice. So boom, big boom booms. <laughs> Crystal Tiger takes a few steps forward, expecting that, like, the two of you are gonna push this thing out of the way before you raise your arm up and just blow this fucking false wall clean off until there's just this big gaping chasm leading to a tunnel left in its wake. Crystal Tiger kind of looks back at you with a grin. So before you is the giant crater of what used to be a false wall. What do? Oh, I've got low light vision, haven't I? You are perfectly equipped for this part. I would like to peer into the darkness of the... Um, the, the newly made passage. Okay. Do I have to do in, uh, no, no, uh, perception or insight, my man? Actually, let's fucking call that an investigation check. We haven't rolled one of those yet. Ooh, that, uh, I get a plus five on that one second. Curses, that's a three plus five, so that would be an eight. Apparently I got something in my goggles. I don't know. They're covered in soot. What did, what did he roll? He rolled an... Investigation. If you want to roll that for a mental thing, go ahead. Um, yeah, my investigation is plus nine. So, Slugger, the way that I'm going to say that is you look down it with the goggles on, but since those goggles are kind of meant to 
block out as much light as humanly possible since your eyes aren't adjusted to sunlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking down a dark tunnel with these goggles on just does you no fucking good. Ah, I gotcha. And Troy, did you roll an investigation check? I did. I rolled a 12 and I've got uh, plus nine. Okay, uh, 12 plus nine. That is high enough for you to be able to figure out that you are in the clear. Into the tunnel with us. Slugger's gonna tuck his goggles up uh, further up into the balaclava while they're down in the darkness there. I have a question. Shoot. Um, so our watches, do they have flashlights? Ooh, good question. You know what? Fuck it, I'll be nice. Yeah, they've got like a dim light that you can use to see like a couple feet ahead of you. Like you're not able to see too, too terribly far, but you can at least make sure that you're not like tripping over shit. Okay. As you're making this way uh, down the tunnel, Midnight Hydra is speaking with you, uh, Gracie, just, so how'd you do it? How'd you get the hawk? Um, you know, I just shorted my fillings in my mouth. You're not exactly the confident type, are you? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, the posh one just goes, he said you're not the most confident type, are you? No, I feel like that was pretty confident, because I'm never going to give away my secrets. So, you, uh, say no to this? Yes. The slugger would like to, um, address, uh, Acid Armadillo. So, the hell happened to you? I was in Iraq. Inhale the funny gas. Now I'm this. And before you ask the rest of us, that's all of our stories, love. Ah, I was born in a sewer. Tough world. Underground? You know it. Always wanted to visit. I'm just, I'm going to look at the humans. I'm going to say, could we do this another time? Yeah, let's. It's at this point that you uh, reach a branch in the road. You guys are all supposed to be swinging to the left. Midnight Hydra just, well, we're going right. You going with us or is this where we part ways? I think we'll see you up the trail, buckaroos. Are we okay with just arbitrarily splitting left why are they why are they going right and i'm saying this more to the team just to sort of raise the question as to you know are we we're going left because it's in the mission yeah different missions i'd assume we're supposed to be getting a lance of Ares, whatever the fuck that means what are you guys getting something something rain god so hydra looks at you gracie and says maybe we'll see each other down the line yeah yeah, maybe one of us won't be gurgling blood. All right, so I'm I'm gonna march in the direction that we're gonna go, and I'm behind the uh, the spaceman. I'm in front of the spaceman. Hell yeah! <laughs> to the left, to the left. You go to the left, to the left. Uh, you part ways. Uh, you know, Midnight Hydra kind of gives you all a two finger salute before they fuck off in their direction, and um, it's pretty uneventful. You know, it's just a dark cavern. What does it smell like? Moist, mildewy, dank. I, I, I just remembered that I have ultrasonic hearing because of the, the doodad in my skull keeping my brain bits in. The Zune. <laughs> its official name is the Techno Doodad. But yeah, the, the thing keeping my brains in um, gives me ultrasonic hearing. Um, so let me get on some of that daredevil shit. Uh, what do you, what do I need to do for that? I mean, what are you listening for? Are you just trying to, like, do a general, like, surveillance of the place? Is there anything you're- I assume that dar- there is darkness even by my standards, and this is probably my, um, I'm probably gonna hear shit before I see it, especially in a tunnel. Roll me a perception check for that, then. 
That'll be a, a 15 plus 5 for a dirty 20. Um, so with a dirty 20, you're uh, able to figure out that you are alone in the tunnel and kind of, I don't know, judging based off of how sound reverberates, you're able to figure out that you're getting pretty close to your stop. And when I realize we're alone, I say to hell with this and I play Funky Good Time by James Brown. Now, you didn't know this about me, but I have an expertise in Celtroxy music, so I think I would probably enjoy that against my own. Pretty good for human music. Moving in a groove into the sound of the beat before eventually uh, you stumble across like another false wall looking type thing. You know, you've been going on a bit of an upward uh, incline for a while. Like technologically, is it something that would open or... You know, you're walking along this uh, cement tunnel and you're able to see like Mm. a part of it where there's like a clear outline for a doorway. You know, when you're zipping through this thing going however fast the monorail would go, you probably wouldn't notice it. But walking along as y'all are, you're able to spot it pretty easily. Gracie, you want to blow this door open? Any visible lock? Uh, yes. So, uh, do you want to roll an attack check? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a four. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, gotta run before I get exploded. I mean, four plus... You had plus 14 on those missiles, I believe. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's plus 14. Oh, are you punching it? Yeah, I'm punching. Yeah, well, if you're punching it, then that's gonna be an 18 altogether, which... You blow it down. Hey, slugger. Yo. Make me a will save. Uh-oh. A will save. Yeah, okay. That's, that's gonna be in your defenses section. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Um, Will, that is eight plus a one, nine. So, Gracie, mm. you punch this door right off its fucking hinges, mm. and daylight floods this tunnel. Well, now he's blind. God damn it. That makes sense. I am not having a funky good time right now. <laughs> funky good time. <laughs> the Godfather of Soul is playing out of my skull as I scream in the ground. Great. <laughs> but he's not hurt, right? He's No, no. I just Okay. If he would have rolled like much lower, yeah, that would have fucked him. But goggles, yeah. goggles. With a nine, that could just be funny. But yeah, so you knock the door off the hinges and see that it kind of like spits you out at like the side of a building. You have no idea how well this hidden door blended in before you punch the fucking door off the hinges. You're able to see that it kind of spits you off um, this random quaint little side street, but right across the street from where you guys are at, you see. St. John of the Cross Cathedral, this old, gigantic Spanish church that was built during, you know, colonialism, which was since abandoned, but kept as, like, a historical site-type thing. Do I perceive anything? Would you like to roll me a perceive? I would like to. Do I get to say anything about the church? Uh, Yeah, of course. Oh, oh, look, it's a church. <laughs> That's it. Oh look, <laughs> I think I and I do. I was thinking too that that um, Pintar might just sort of uh, mockingly, you know, sort of recognize that this is some. This is where your deity lives. Uh, I rolled a three, by the way, and I yeah. So my perception is eleven. You try to use your telepathy to see within the cathedral, but instead you are just overwhelmed by the fear of the citizens of Sunset. Okay, yeah. Just flooding every sense you have until you have to sever the link. Jeez. 
So I'm going to look a little rattled. I guess I saw Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's the MacGuffin building. Are we, yeah, are we being drawn to that? Is that what we're supposed to yes, do? Yes, you're supposed to be going in there for the uh, artifact of Tullaloc. Well, take me to church. Who's going first? I guess I don't have much to say or think about it. I've seen a lot of old buildings, so I'm going to start heading that way with uh, the the bat at the ready uh, over my shoulder. And uh, one of my hands is in a pocket with uh, with a shuriken ready to go. I haven't trusted a single thing I've seen since I got dumped on the beach. Wonderful. So you're going first? I suppose so. Roll me a fortitude check. I'll give you a fortitude. Slugger's just having a bad five minutes here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one really. of one of Jackie Chan's rules of action is uh, make make the uh, protagonist suffer a lot, so why not? So 12 plus 14 on fortitude, my man. Your foot passes the threshold of what is considered the property of this building, and you are blown back a good hundred feet as this uh, gigantic red dome becomes visible. Thankfully, you're able to kind of catch yourself last second. I assume that you're still, like, hyper-aware of your surroundings after getting blinded by that giant angry circle in the sky. I think I was probably prepared for something to happen. And uh, if I'm getting blasted back, uh, I would like to make use of my instant up to kind of, you know, uh, kind of Shaolin monk myself up onto my feet. Is this a technological thing? Is it a force field? Uh... Was, uh, would you like to roll an investigation on that? Would I do investigation or technology? I was going to say, uh, if, if whichever one uh, Pintar goes for, I will go for the other, actually. Um, I have expertise magic. Can I roll to see if it's magic? You absolutely can. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, if Troy wants to roll a technology check, Slugger, you can roll an investigation check in general. Uh, Gracie, any reaction to this? I want to walk towards the church. What, Gracie, what is your technology? Plus 16. But did I ever fix my watch? Like, I didn't... You have not yet. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like we... So if we see Slugger get yeeted into wherever he got yeeted to, and you got high technology, I've got high technology, we probably nerd out about what this was. I've got a 17 plus 5 on that perception, by the way. Yeah, and I got a 27. I got 25. Is there any way that, like, my watch has, like, a radar or something? Or, like, what I have in my, like, build, I could, like, kind of give, like, a, a thermal heat scan of the place to see there's people there, like, what's going on? Um, But that's just where my head is right now. That sounds legit, honestly. <laughs> you might be able to MacGyver something after you're able to get the thing working to begin with. Would you like to roll a technology check to get her fixed up? Yeah, I'll do that. <sighs> 15 plus 16. It's going to be a 31. You get that thing working better than it fucking was when you got it. Dang, I like hacked it. Slugger, was there anything in particular you were trying to investigate about it or are you just looking at it? Given it the good old eyeball... Uh, both of them, actually, and uh, trying to sp- see if I can spot a source. Is it emanating from somewhere? Uh, can I still see it? Can I see where it's demarcated? That kind of thing. What did you roll again now? 17 plus 5. So you're not 100% sure. Like, it almost feels like um, sourceless, as if it was placed here by divine intervention or something. So it's like something's sitting there rather than something is projecting it at me. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool, I can live with that. Equinox? Holy fuck is it magic. I figured with the, you said it was like red glow or something like that. I hate magic. We now understand that there is this 
gigantic magical domes surrounding the MacGuffin building. A follow-up, actually. Can I use my uh, expertise to see if perhaps it extends underground? Is there any way I could do that, or is that kind of cheaty at this point? I'm not underground. I'll allow it. A nat 20. <laughs> nice. Hot damn. Your poverty senses are tingling, and they scream perfect circle. Mm. It's a dome, then? It extends all the way underground? Yeah, it's essentially caught in the middle of a sphere. I, uh, I convey that information to, uh, my cohorts. It's kind of like a gumball. It, it extends underground for at least as far as it extends above ground. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna be perplexed at magic. I, I just presume that magic is just technology we haven't figured out yet. Yeah, I was about to say, there's one character here that's definitely the fucking magic guy, and I don't know why he's being so quiet. I haven't, like, extrapolated his magical abilities as of yet. But um, can I use my ritualist slash uh, expertise in magic to attempt to finagle my finger wiggling to make this sphere go bye-bye? Roll for wiggle. <laughs> Must be Jellica's jam don't shake. Um, 23. Nice. So with a 23, you're able to plunge a magical finger right into this thing and you turn the magic off. Nice. Good job, Shadowfinger. I'm going to look at my watch, and I'm still a little rattled from hearing every human in the vicinity at once, um, and I'm going to just sort of walk up the church steps, I presume? Is anyone else going with him, or are you going to go ahead and let him be our uh, guinea alien? I would like to go. I want to go. Ride or die, I'm shoulder to shoulder with you. I'll even turn around and say, they'll be expecting us. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I have a question, DM. Yeah, of course. Can I crawl? I have athletics... Is that, is crawling? I want to crawl just for, like, theatric effect, like... Oh, like army crawl? Spider bitch your way into a church? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not gonna make you roll for solid snake. You solid snake your way right up. <laughs> solid snake your way right into our hearts. No, I want to crawl, like, like, links, like... You Tommy Pickles your way right up. I want to Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Hell yeah. And because this is, like, a magic shit, I'm gonna put myself in front in hopes of being able to demagicify things. I'm I, actually the slugger's walking with uh, with La Senora in front of him. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's more like um it's like the the NASA the broom test if it catches fire I know there's something there. One of you is crawling, one of you is Shaggy and Scooby doing and the other two are walking to this door. I'm just rolling my eyes and Yes, I got rid of the sphere, but I also want to uh make a, a cursory uh check of magic again to see if there's not a secondary booby trap on the door. Uh yeah, roll that shit. 13 again? Is that what I got last time? 23. You're able to tell that this one's safe. Okay, I'll open it then. Row open the door. And it's kicking in like Shrek style. Are <laughs> instead like the force of you throwing this door open causes a bunch of stagnant dust to poof up, kind of giving the place a golden haze about it, and see uh, this golden sunlight shining through a uh, gigantic stained glass window depicting the one and only St. John of the Cross. You can see like a, you know, a couple rows of pews, you can see the uh, podium where the pastor would have once spoke behind the podium you can see that there's like a staircase leading into a sub-basement area you can see just several large wooden crates about the place 
otherwise, you know, empty. You don't see anyone or anything else in here. The, the crates are too obvious a place to hide. I feel like it's, in, you said there's a basement, like stairs going down. Mm-hmm. I feel like we gotta go underground. Underground, you say? <laughs> Can we just bust the crates open for fun? Sure, nothing's stopping you. Yeah, I'd like to get on in some of that crate smashing goodness, uh, some of that video game protagonist shit and just... So Mad Nug and Slugger are... The, it, how many crates are there? So yeah, there's like three crates. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just watching. Equinox, you're going down the stairs. You two are smashing crates and... Uh... I'll follow Equinox, actually. Okay. I would like everyone here to roll me an investigation check. 17 plus 5. Yeah, I got a 22. 20. Equinox and Pintar, you head into the basement and, you know, you see that there's like a couple of old ass looking chests when in this basement that's more like it you know you throw them open start looking around and you know you see all sorts of old shit uh you see like this old tattered piece of cloth that has uh, a cross on it but the cross is made of like vampire stakes you see like all sorts of Amulets and trinkets representing the old gods, uh, you know, an olive wreath that represents the Dodecatheon. You see, like, an Eye of Ra, you see a um, amulet of Mjolnir, but unfortunately you do not find the idol uh, which you were looking for. Um, I have Artificer. I can use Expertise Magic to create temporary magical devices. Can I makeshift a magic metal detector? That's something I would allow... But no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because with a 29, Quinn, you smash open one of these crates and you immediately find what you're looking for. This foot-tall statue of this grotesque, uh, long-fanged monster god that, uh, due to the debriefing, you would recognize as Tlaloc. The Aztec god of rain and storm. Can I take the, 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 what was that, the amulet of Ra or some kind of, uh... Yeah, you want to pocket this amulet to Ra? Go ahead. Does it do anything? Does the Mjolnir's um, dentures or whatever, does it do something? (laughs) I mean, just looking at it, it looks like a normal amulet, but who fucking knows? I'm gonna pocket it. So, uh, both of you, uh... Fill your pockets with stolen goods from the Catholic Church. So fucking proud of the both of you. Slugger, uh, you smash open a few of these crates. You see that you uh, don't find what you're looking for. And you kind of whip around, uh, kind of frustrated. Darn it! Reese ends up finding um, this idol. And I assume that, you know, she says something out loud to um, signify that. Is, is that a correct assumption, Gracie? I don't want to put words in your mouth literally in this case yeah um i'm just like a loud gas a gas that's so loud that it moves dust on the pews a gasp so loud that the people in the basement hear you no problem yeah it's just like a gas is like (gasps) (laughs) and inhale the dust is there anything worth stealing in the crates that i just smashed open is there anything worth like i don't know trying to take and pawn later Maybe, but you wouldn't notice it. Damn it. Because when you whip around, your eye is immediately drawn. Through this stained glass window, you can see, like, a dark spot. That's blotting out some of the sunlight that's pouring through. 
and it's getting bigger. Can I give some kind of shout of warning, like, uh, point, <laughs> point. <laughs> just yelling point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or or just play Black Hole Sun yeah. on your I little... don't have that one in the in the <laughs> list, but yes. Um, let me let me see if I can go with something appropriate. Are we upstairs now? Yeah, I'll say that you guys yeah. kind of get up the stairs as Slugger points with, like, this... I guess you wouldn't be able to see if he has a panicked look on his face on account of the mask, but he kind of excitedly points, Bad Moon Rising begins to blare. The music is thought-controlled, by the way. That is that is a thing. He can't pause it. He can, he can select what plays. That's it. With that, all of you notice this large black spot about to smash through the fucking window. I'm gonna have everyone roll me a dodge check. Uh, 22. 13 plus 9. 11 plus 10. Everyone here rolled above a 20, so we're gonna say that you're all able to, uh, Dark Souls-style jump and roll out of the way as this stained glass window shatters. This gigantic 14-foot demon standing in front of you. Demons are canon now in the Mayhem verse? God, I hate magic. Is he single? <laughs> <laughs> is he giving monster daddy? <laughs> His skin is a crimson red. He has eyes dark like obsidian. These long bull horns curl around framing his face. He has these gigantic bat wings coming out of him. And he looks down at the lot of you, catches your eye, Gracie, smiles, and says, I was looking for that. For what I have, the idol. And I'm immediately like, I want to give it to them because this is a part of what I have to do. You're going to give this, your the thing that you've got to the semen demon? <laughs> to the semen demon! <laughs> is that right here? <laughs> Don't make me get the shame bell, it's right over there. The shame bell. I mean, I don't really know what they want. I'd like to shout at the demon question. Who are you? What do you want? And why should we give a shit? My name's Palathar, and I wish to plunge this world into eternal darkness. I'm going to say that makes two of us, and I'm just going to assess what's going on. Like, you know, how is he just hovering in the air? Is he down on the ground? Like is he's he... standing before you. Is he cute? He's a fucking 14 foot terrifying demon. But is he high? It's a fucking demon. I was just going to say, I'd like to ready a shuriken, but if now is not the time. I mean, you can definitely have a shuriken like in your hand ready to go. I think, yeah, I think I'm kind of like palming one in, palming one in the, the old utility pocket. I will give him the thing. Never! And I throw a shuriken at the bastard like, fuck no. Catch him on the wrist right as he is about to grab this thing. He kind of like closes his eyes, lets out, <sighs> opens them up. They are literally burning. I will make all of you suffer every torment that I have ever inflicted upon your disgusting kind. And that's initiative. Redacted Rangers, Operation Sunset, Volume 1. Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. Be sure to check out our Kofi if you're interested in helping the show grow. The episode was written, produced, and almost given to a demon by Brandon Brownson, with assistance by myself, R.C. Byler. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on podchaser.com. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by AJ Eisen. 
Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Only that's where we're leaving off for today. Ooh, that's a good ending. Nice. Thank you, Jordan. I have no idea how I was going to dig myself out of that hole if you gave the plot MacGuffin to the secondary villain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You you said 14-foot-tall bighorn demon. I was like, he sounds like a pretty fucking significant villain to me. That's hot.